I bet if you've been a nonprofit leader for a while, you've probably found yourself in a situation somewhere along the way where you didn't trust someone, where you felt doubtful, maybe you questioned their integrity. Have you ever wondered, though, what it feels like if your team members question your integrity or don't feel like they can trust you? Today, we are going to talk about what trust is so that we can ensure that our team feels that we are trustworthy. Welcome to the Surviving to Thriving podcast that helps women leaders in nonprofits get out of survival mode and thrive in both leadership and life. I'm your host, leadership development coach, Kathy Archer, and I help women leaders enjoy impactful leadership. Today's podcast is the third in a series of where we're talking about trust building in teams and what trust is and how to build it. In our first session, we looked at why trust was so important, and I will make sure that I put the link into the notes for that. One of the reasons why it's so critically important to build trust is that it builds psychological safety, which is what we talked about with Ruth Ann last week. So I will make sure I put that link in the podcast or in the notes as well. So why is trust so important? One of the reasons it creates psychological safety, but what does trust feel like? What trust is? How do we know whether we are in a trusting relationship, whether the, whether we're trustworthy or not? I'm going to cover three things today that are going to help you sort of nail down what trust is so you can get clear on whether you feel like you can trust someone and whether you're creating that sense of trust in others. Let's get started. You may have noticed that I've used the word feel in the podcast a lot already and that I often use the word feel. But part of the reason why is because trust is a feeling. It's something we feel inside of us. Trust is not in our head. It's not a word. It's not something we say necessarily in terms of you need to trust me. It's do they feel like they can trust you? And trust is the feeling of the receiving end. So even though I say trust me, if they don't feel that they can trust me, then they don't believe I'm trustworthy. So trust is a feeling by the person on the receiving end. It's often helpful to start with what we don't want so we know what we do want. What does a lack of trust feel like? What does it feel like when somebody's not trustworthy? Well, for starters, we don't feel safe. We don't feel like we can let go. We don't feel like we can let our guard down. We're wary, we're skeptical, we're doubtful, we hold back and we're suspicious, right? Like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I can trust them. You'll find that if you're not trusting somebody, you're probably, you know, chatting about them with your peers on the side, you know, at Smoker's Corner at the water cooler or texting them during the middle of a Zoom call going, what's going on here? What did they mean by that? And, and that suspicion or that wariness or that skepticism starts to really creep in because you're not trusting them. You feel that in your body. Remember, trust is a feeling. So is lack of trust. What does doubt feel like? What does wariness feel like? What does skepticism feel like? It feels like we're guarded, right? We're putting up a shield. We're protecting ourselves. We're we're pulling back. We are certainly not going to be vulnerable, right? We're not going to be open and exposed and share our ideas and offer our insights. We're going to hold back. So that's what it feels like when we don't trust somebody. So that helps us then turn it around and go, what does it feel like when I do trust somebody? Well, again, if we're pulling back when we don't trust them, we're leaning in, we're feeling safe and secure and cozy, we're feeling taken care of, 
we have the ability to open up and be vulnerable because we feel, remember it's a feeling, we feel safe and secure. When you're connected with somebody that you trust, you can let your guard down because you feel like they're there to protect you. One of the things that happens when we are in situations where there's a lack of trust is somebody throws somebody under the bus. So you're terrified you're the one that's going to get thrown under the bus. That's why you're not opening your mouth at a meeting. That's why you're not offering to help out with that project because you're like, I ain't going anywhere near that. Does not feel, trust is a feeling, does not feel safe. So Trust is a feeling on the end of the receiver. Again, doesn't matter how many times I say, trust me. If you don't feel like you can trust me, you are not going to trust me. So that's the first thing to identify if trust's there. Does the receiver feel it in their body that they trust you or trust somebody? They have to feel that sense. The second thing to consider when you're looking at trust is how it's built. And trust is built one Lego block at a time. It is built on actions and behaviors, not words. Again, if I say, trust me, but then I do something that makes you wary, that's not adding up those Lego blocks. But if I say, trust me, and then I do something where you feel safe, supported, secure, where you feel like I'm there to protect you rather than throw you under the bus, that's a Lego block. The next day I might check in and say, hey, how's your mom doing? That's another Lego block. Then I might say, I'm going to this meeting and I'm going to fight for this. And I do. That's another Lego block. All of those Lego blocks are built higher and higher that the levels of trust get built. That's that integrity. I do what I say I'm going to do. Trust, integrity, honesty, they all go together, that respect piece. And it builds every time I respect you, every time I lead with integrity, every time I'm open and honest, you trust me more. And all of those Lego blocks are built one at a time. Here's the kicker about trust and integrity. One thing, you throw me under the bus one day, that whole Lego tower comes tumbling down. And then it's going to take twice as long to build back up because I'm on guard. And that guard is not going to come down at the first three or four or 10 Lego blocks. It's going to be harder and harder when you do something that breaks that, that tower that you've built. And, and it's going to be harder for you to build. Trust is a feeling that is built by your behavior, your actions, and it's built one bit at a time. And so we have to be really cautious about what's happening. In last, last week's blog, two weeks ago in a blog, I was talking about when my staff felt that I was lacking integrity. What was happening was I had great integrity at one point. I was doing amazing as a leader. Our team was strong. We were expanding and growing and doing great things. And then I shifted into survival mode because we expanded so fast. I took on new responsibilities. I started to doubt myself. I started to feel like I was overwhelmed. I was out of my comfort zone. I wasn't feeling competent. And all of that had me start to not trust myself. And as I started to not trust myself, I started to put those walls up. And, and then I started to do things. All of that trust I'd built over the years, I started to not be there for my staff. I started to say, I've got your back, but I didn't have their back. And all of a sudden, that tower that I'd built of trust came tumbling down and my staff didn't trust me anymore. And I had to work extra hard 
to build that level of trust back up and regain that sense of integrity in, the, in my leadership. And that brings me to the third point when we're looking at what is trust. That is that trust is ever flowing and evolving. You can trust me one day and not the next. I can have that sense of trust built with you for months and years and all of a sudden, again, one thing can send it tumbling down. Maybe there's a, a specific part of the work that we're doing where I trust you, but in, in another area, I don't. So I might trust you to babysit my kids, but I'm not going to trust you with my money. So, you know, trust isn't all in kind of thing. It ebbs and flows. It, it shows up in different areas and in different ways and at different times. I might trust you in the morning when you've got lots of energy and you're doing, you know, really well and you're on top of things. I may not trust you so much in the afternoon when you have been on six Zoom calls you have an eight all day and I know that oh, it's probably time to just stay away from her because she's going to blow up real soon. So that's how trust works, right? It can move around and, and evolve and, and morph depending on what's going on. This brings me back to the point of this whole month talking about trust. We need to know why it's so important, which like I say, was episode number 53. Then we need to know how it creates that psychological safety, episode number 54, and then we have to start looking at what is it so that next week we can talk more about how to build it. And that's the work I'm doing with the members of the training library. If you're not in the training library, it's my membership site for women leaders in nonprofits. And each month I offer new training and support to help you grow, develop and build your confidence as a leader. And this month we're looking at trust. And so some of the exercises we're doing are based on some of this stuff we're talking about in the podcast. It's really helping you if you're in the training library or those that are in the training library. And if you're interested in becoming a member, it's kathyarcher.com slash library. I'll put the link in the notes. It's helping you develop that sense of confidence so that you can create that workplace culture where your team feels trusted. It's how you trust yourself so each of your team members can trust each other and you know, create this trusting environment where you can open up, be honest, share, work through change, address conflict in a manner that's helpful because conflict's not bad, change isn't bad, it's part of the, the world we're in. But how can you trust each other to do that in a way that's respectful, that is kind, that is moving the team forward, that takes into consideration what's going on in a person's life and in the world. And that's what we need to do when we're working on building trust. It's really being aware of it, being more mindful of it. So that's the work I'm doing in the training library. And if you want to be a part of that, just like I say, pop in below and grab the link and uh, check it out. And I'd love to have you part of the training library. It's that ongoing personal and professional development, ongoing self-reflection, ongoing awareness, ongoing intentionality that really helps you lead well. And in this situation, we're talking about the trust. We have to be aware of it. That's why in that first podcast in this series, I really talked about putting trust building on your to-do list. You have to be intentional about it. What am I doing this week to make sure that my words and my actions align? What am I doing this week to make sure that my staff feel that sense of trust? Am I connecting with them? Am I engaging with them? Am I following through on what I said I was going to do? Am I making creating a safe environment for them to share and explore their concerns? Make sure that you've thought about that ahead of time, been intentional about how you're going to create that space, and then set time aside to do it. Because if you're not intentional about it, 
what's going to happen is you're going to spend all your time on tasks, getting to meetings, sending emails, doing that report, following up on that, that program, and ticking off the boxes, but forgetting that trust is a feeling that you create as a result of a relationship. And if you're not spending time on that relationship, they're not going to feel that you care about them they're not going to feel that sense of trust. And that's going to, again, that Lego block's going to build, that Lego tower is going to come tumbling down. So do the work you need to do to build trust. Figure out why it's important. And now start to look at what feelings am I creating? How am I making them feel, right? Feel it in their body. What bricks am I adding today to make sure that I'm continuing to, to ever evolve and create that sense of trust? And then looking at all of the areas, do they trust me with, with the budget stuff? Do they trust me to be prepared at a staff meeting? Are they trusting me to have their back in this conversation with their peer? Do they trust me in all areas? And making sure that you really focus on those, because that's what's going to get you out of survival mode, get your team out of that toxic culture, and move to thriving in both your leadership and life. Go make the rest of your day awesome, my dear. If you found today's episode helpful, then you are going to love the training library. Many women leaders in nonprofits wish that they had a coach or a mentor to help them, but they don't believe that they or their organization can afford it. Oh, but you can. Inside of the training library membership site, you will not only get access to affordable and easily accessible ongoing personal and professional development training, you will also have access to a leadership coach at your fingertips. That way, when you hit those inevitable challenges that leadership will bring your way, you'll have both the resources and the support to navigate your way through them with confidence, composure, and while keeping your integrity intact. To find out more, head to kathyarcher.com library. If you are enjoying the show, I'd love it if you could leave me a comment or a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Go make the rest of your day awesome.